call that's what you call pure hip-hop to the core man thank you my brother thank you yo yo people man today we have xp the marksman all the way from la salute salute what's up fam how you feeling today man i'm feeling good man i mean i was a little bit off with the time and shit but you know we still made it happen (laughs) talking too much of this tree man it happens, man. Listen, it happens. It definitely happens, brother. We appreciate you, you know, taking appreciate your time y'all to too, come man. on the show, man. You know what I mean? It's my pleasure, brother. My pleasure. So that joint right there, man, that was the Kuyas, man. That's how you say it? The Kuyas? Yeah, it's Kuyas. a it's a, a Filipino word because, you know, the, the beat junkies are Filipino. So I, I kind of had a, you know, I thought about a little twist. But Kuyas means like older homie, you know, big homie. Older brother, it's like a term of endearment, you know what I mean? So I kind of just used it as the title to the joint because, you know, we the big bros now, man. You know, we're moving up in the brackets now, you know. And Big Twin's always been my big bro, man. You know, my hat's off to him. He's always, uh, you know, he's been my friend for over, I want to say, 12 years now. And um, since he, when he uh, relocated here to L.A., um, he was at a dive bar. And we happen to be opening up at the dive bar. And it's it's one of those classic hip-hop, you know, kind of stories where where a dude that is already in the game sees these kids. And he's like, yo, these fools are pretty ill. I want to fuck with them. So he gave the contact. A couple weeks later, hit him up. And the rest is history, man. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's called Kuyas, man. You know what I mean? How about that? How about that, man? That's, that's a hell of a way to do it, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, listen... I'm a firm believer, man. When you start a track, man, when you start a track and the beat come on, those first three words are the most important, man, when it comes to making a song, bro. Facts. That's what locks you in, bro. I feel that. I feel that. You know, I sat there because what I like to do is I like to go ahead and, you know, listen to all the albums and pretty much all the songs of the person that I'm going to have coming on. Oh, word. Okay. Oh, man. That's what's because up. Because even though we're fans, you know, I'm a fan first. If you come oh, on definitely. this show, definitely. I'm a fan first. And then I'm like, yo, we got to we gotta have. Because it's, to me, is a personal thing. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So every song that I hear of you, it's like you come on them songs heavy, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you, you man. You, you you come on in and, and and it's time to work, my brother. That's how <laughs> you make it seem. Thank you, man. Man, I'm a listen. child of the essence, man. You know what can I say, man? I I hold the essence of hip hop to my heart, man. You know, and um, I think I think that's what's led me through the darkest times, man. Is just holding the essence close and not um not obligating anything. When it comes to writing this shit, man, and scribing this shit, because you know that's 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 what it is, and and it comes off as East Coast, as a lot of people say, because the shit is raw, you know. But but I'm just doing the essence of hip hop, which is keeping it real, keeping it raw, keeping it street, man, and keeping the skill level at the peak head of of uh, of, of what I'm doing, man. The skills always gonna come first, beyond any glam, any glitz, any anything. So putting that first has led me to where I'm at now, man. And I say coming in hot on the tracks like that, that's what keeps me 
um, locked in that zone, man, is just holding the essence at the forefront. You know what I mean? Yeah. Facts. You know, L.A. has become, I mean, L.A. Had, to me, L.A. has always been, you know, with Stone Throws Records and right. you know, liquid, MF, liquid. MF Dooms, all liquid, you know, all these cats like that. It, it, you know what? It's become to the point that it doesn't even matter East Coast, West Coast. No. All that is, is where you live now. Right, right. Yo, you heard of XP the Marksman? For real? Yo, he's crazy. You know, he lives in L.A. Oh, really? For real? He lives in L.A.? Yeah, he lives in L.A., man. He's from L.A. Damn, he sound like he's from New York. That's how the conversations go now. (laughs) How about that? You see how that works? Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's amazing, man. You should be proud of yourself. Thank you, you, brother. You should be happy where you at. A lot of people know you. A lot of people know you get down like that when it comes to this. You know, a Thank staple you, in the game, man. Los Angeles has been a staple in the game, and they they something else now, man. I mean, they doing it all now. It's not just, uh, you know, West Coast, you know, crunk and all that. Like, that's not like gangster rap, you know what I mean? Rap, yeah, you know, G-Funk. I mean, you know, I, I, I definitely hold my roots close, man, and, and I feel like, um, you know, being a Latino on the West Coast, you got the Chicano rap. You know, that's a whole movement in itself. That's a whole worldly thing in itself, you know, and trying to differentiate myself from that to just, you know, being myself, a Mexican from L.A., I'm in a different niche, though, you know what I mean? And and a lot of people, you know, they see that. And it, it took years, man. It took years for me to separate myself from that. And, um, you know, my hat's off to all my Chicano brothers that are in that lane. It's just, to me, I feel like I didn't want to be boxed in just Chicano rap. And that's what they'll do to you, though. You know, that's what the game does. Real, It'll keep you in a box, too. man. It'll get it, real, real fast. Real fast. So, so me personally, I you know, I have homies that I fuck with in that genre. I love them to death. I work with them to this day. But at the same time, I'm not headed that way. You know what I mean, and my trajectory is on a whole nother, uh, on a whole nother, uh, you know, blueprint. And and like I said, I, uh, coming up from the West Coast and kicking it the way I do, I really had to uh, do it ten times harder, bro. Because like the first thing they think is like, oh, you trying to sound this or you trying to be that, you trying. So to carve my own niche now, and people are like, yo, that's XP, and. It doesn't matter where you're from. You just kick that raw shit. Like, it took years for me to get there, man. And I, I appreciate you for, um, you know, laying that out there, man, because, you know, a lot of people won't understand that. They won't see that. They just say, like, oh, you know, he's been working for a while. I know he lives on the on the West Coast, but he'd be tapping in over here. He's, you know, but it takes years to acquire those relationships um, and just and just work your ass off, man. You know, I'm Mexican, homie, and that's all we know is work. So uh, applying that to this hip hop shit, bro. I'm, I'm I'm coming from the underground and I'm coming in hot. You hear me? That, you know ain't I mean? that the damn truth, man? <laughs> ain't that the damn truth, man? But yeah, man, I appreciate you though, man, for um, you know, saying that, man, because it, it it does take a lot, you know, to just create a ripple in this shit, man. Just to have a little bit of notoriety for what you're capable of doing, and um, I'm just blessed, man. I'm just blessed. Yeah. And I, I, all I can do is just keep 
giving the culture this raw shit. You know what I mean? I, I try to do other shit. It's just not in me, man. It's just, you know, and, and I, I've been listening to my music. I'm like, man, I, do I write about the same shit? Do, do I be, but I'm just like, this is what I know. This is what I do. This is, this is the water that I swim in. You know what I mean? This is my shit. So once, once that whole shit, you know, the raw shit came back around again, I just felt like, yo, this is this is my time, and I just kept shooting, bro. And you know, now we here, man. So, you know, yo. I can't say you know there was a formula to it, but there was unknowingly, pretty much. You know what I mean? Listen, so, some some people, uh, I always say, you got to take advantage, man, of what you do and and the opportunities that we're given. Right. And, and even if we're getting a little light, just a little light, like this big, man. You, you use know, that light to grow, man. Go in there, man. Go in there. Don't fall back talking about some, yo, we made it. Your family. Nah, nah. Don't put your feet up yet, G. Don't put your feet up yet, G. Nah. Fam, you can't put your you feet something. up. You can't put your feet up until you got your own office, your own desk, your own chair. You look around, you see that shit on the wall, then you put your feet up. I'm then you put other and then you put the brothers on, and then you put others on. You know, you help others out. Shit, that's so. now that's the tricky part right now is putting your fellow brothers on and putting them in a position to win knowing right. that they right next to you when this whole thing is going off but uh, you know right. the only thing is some people get recognized more than others and mm-hmm. that's how it is so we gotta uplift each other right and work it work it like that you know what i'm saying right right there's there's plenty of ways where you know that work bro where it's like you know one individual may be popping more than the whole crew you from, but if everybody's in line with what's happening at that time, that arrow can also, you know, be used to kill a mammoth and we all eat it. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't see it like that. They're like, I want to kill the mammoth. I want, it's like, bro, this is all our spear. We all shooting this shit. Once we drop that shit, we all eat it, man. And, And that's where the shit gets a little bit, you know, conflicting, but, I feel ultimately, man, um, the people that I've been working with, man, it's 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 a brotherhood, you know, and, and everybody has has, you know, put some type of effort in, whether whether it be uh, an idea, whether it be just, um, um, you know, their own opinion on the on the situation. Like I've, I've, I've always included my brothers and everybody that's always been a part of what I'm doing. And what I'm doing, and I feel the people that I've been moving with these past years have helped the projection of that, like the cover art, the videos, like everything that everybody else sees. It's not just me, man. I got a whole squad that comes through for me that makes this shit happen. You know yeah. what I mean? So at the end of the day, man, it's like, you know, if 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 it is gonna be me, I already know the game plan, and I already know everybody I'm with. They know the game plan too. And at the end of the day, if if uh, something switches in the plans, then that's just the way that shit got to go. And I'm, I'm a team player, man, all the way. I've always been like there's been plenty of times in my career where I sat back and watched others, you know, do their thing and, and helped others do their thing. And, and now I feel like it's time for me to shoot and I ain't going to stop until I get to a place where. I feel comfortable in the culture where I can help others, man. You know, and that's always been my shit because right now I'm really helping myself get to a place where I can be recognized. And then once I work with other people, they're like, oh, you work with XC. So once I get my place to there, then I can feel like I could start helping, you know, my fellows out and shit like that, man. And, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, 
it's a revolving door, man. You know, it's That's a revolving door. That shit opens up, it closes, it opens up, it closes, man. You know, so you got to catch that bitch when it opens, man. That's right. Bust, bust in that joint, crazy man. Just take over that joint. You know what I mean? You know, right now, man, you got out Pacific Standard Time, XP the Marksman, these thousand the beat junkies. Righteous, yes, sir. Wow, wow. What uh? Thank you, man. Thank you, man. When, whenever beat junkies are involved, man, it's a problem. Man, I'm I'm one of those hip hop fans, bro. That watch this shit from the stands. Watch MVP players to the ones that wasn't MVP players, and I've just watched it. You know what I mean? Watched the game, went to the game. You know what I mean? Learned it. Asked coach if I could get a shot. Did my shit. So now, like, I'm, I'm actually on the playing field. And growing up, I would see Rhett Maddox, D Styles, B Junkies on the playing field, bro. They was I was freestyling to their beats over 20 years ago in my man's garage bro that's that's how this shit is bro that's how crazy uh this whole hip-hop shit is man and and you know it's it's one thing to um work with one of the dudes but i'm working with two of the dudes out of out of the clique man and i just i just feel like i'm i'm one of the one of the dudes that got lucky you know what i mean because they don't work with a lot of people and honestly it's Almost the same instance as you know the Rock Marcy project that I did. Like he don't, he doesn't work with a lot of people, and and I just I feel like I got blessed with all these opportunities, and every opportunity is an elevation from the one before, you know. So I just I don't know how I'm doing it. I don't know a blueprint to it, but what I can tell you is just keep working, man. That's that's the only thing I've, I I can tell you know my fellow artists and my brethren is is we all have a timeline within our own mind of when we should be doing, when should, you know, we should be having this, acquiring this, doing that. Don't let that shit mess up the small blessings that come and go every day. You know I mean? They come every day. And it's like, I'm trying to teach myself too, and to not overwhelm myself with the timelines that I had in my head with what's happening, you know, right in front of my eyes, because obviously, you know, I, I feel like I should be doing this and doing that. I should feel like, I feel like the whole world should be listening to my music, but that's just me and my artist ego shit that that we need to learn and control, man. And and when um you come up with a system and you know mentally to overcome those obstacles of slow times when you know the people ain't tapping in or, or you're working on a project and you know people think you asleep. You know what I mean? It's like I use those times as the times to fuel all this shit. You know what I mean? So. At the end of the day, man, it's it's a it's a it's a you know it's a treadmill, dog. Like, you know, you got to keep. Yeah, I mean, slow down, but don't stop. You know what I mean? If you got to slow down, restructure, and and you know, you have to do that. Then that's just what it is. But you know, don't stop, man. And and yeah. that's the blueprint. And and any OG that's already up there will tell you that. To you know, a person like myself that others see that you know I'm doing. That's like, bro, like. I didn't do nothing special, bro. It's just investing yourself, the time, the money, um, the promotion, everything. Just make yourself look like you're already there, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all I can say. Make it look like you're already there, man. You and the way I mean? it is now with all these platforms and the way people are able to release music now, you don't have to be, you know, these folks that are up there like right, that. Right, right. You, you could be with... 
you know, with your peers and, and do great things because that with that comes a lot of attention, man. It comes a lot. It comes with a lot of attention, man. So you and then know and then, then at the at the end of the day too, I think you create your own lane with the look of your graphics, the the production <laughs> that you use. So you, you you so it's like you know it's it's just like the Griselda shit. Like they had their own in house producers. They was doing their own artwork. So it's like when you create that whole aura around yourself and they're like, yo, that shit is dope. It's not just the artist, man. It's probably 20 other motherfuckers right behind them that helped them to get to that point, you know? And my hat's off to all all them dudes, you know, behind the scenes, man, that, that you know, they're the ones that have to push the narrative and keep that energy alive, you know? Because as an artist, all you want to do is create. Yes. You don't want to know the, the, the ins and outs of a website, the ins and outs of, you know, of all this shit. And if, you know, like, Man, that shit's a lot of work, man, to do the creative part and everything else. So my hat's off, man, to all the teams out there that are behind artists making this shit pop, man. You know what I mean? Because yes. it isn't just the artists. Because everybody wants to do what they dream, what they dream to do, man. At the end of the day, the whole team got a dream. Everybody got their personal goals they're going through. But at the end of the day, the team can make that happen for everybody, man. It's yeah, exactly. Dream, exactly. Man. Exactly, bro. The team can make that happen for everybody. Everybody's dreams could come true, man. It's it's just a matter of getting everybody on the same blueprint, reading that bitch and how we gonna make this shit pop. You know what I mean? That's right. So, and keep keep the eye on the prize, man. Keep the eye right, on the prize. Right, right, right. Facts. So how did how did it come together with the project? Like how how did it work? Like did did you get a call one day or did you become cool with them? You know, um, it was actually yeah, um, actually. Um, Rhett Matic, he was like playing my joints here and there. So I was like, okay, like he's tapped into my shit. That's what's up, you know? And Underground Hip Hop Blog, shout out to my boys. Um, they did a Rock Marcy show out here in, in LA and I opened up for it. And Rhett Matic was Marcy's DJ. And so mm. he was there. So um, yeah, man, we was in the green room chopping it up. I was like, yo, Rhett, much love, you know? And that day, I took a flick with him, and um, you know, he's he was just like, "Yo, man, I see you doing your thing. You know, you put on for LA. Much love, much respect. This shit is hot." And I just, and as he's like telling me this, I'm like, "Yo, man, we should do some shit. Like, what's popping? Like, I'm down. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, "All right, yeah, yeah, let's do it." And like, you know, Rhett has a hundred and million things that he has to do throughout the day. So I didn't, I didn't hold it to him to be like, "Oh, well, you know." Here's some shit the next day or whatever, but it was oh, yeah. pretty soon. Like he was like, "Yo, boom! Here's here's a couple joints I made while I was out in Hawaii. Uh, they're gonna go on a beat tape, but you know, see if you can fuck with them." So I remember just, and it was right before COVID. It was right before COVID because um, I remember I I did about three joints and I hit him back. I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I'm ready. Whenever you want to send some shit." And I remember right mm -hmm. as I asked him that, we we're gonna start, you know, moving heavy with it. COVID hit and you know he has an elderly mom that he takes care of and he was like yo like we can't you know what I mean like I'm there was a lot of plans that we had and it just kind of you know but it, it was all understandable at that time but through that time there was a couple BTE gaming here and there so I started pinning them shits and then after the COVID and everything we came back together like, okay let's let's get back to work so he shot me I think another two beats and then in the midst of that he hit me back. He's like, yo, uh, the beat junkies 
want to be involved with this project, man. It's it's been over ten years since we dropped the project. Um, they like the joints that I sent them. I think another we can get something popping. That's another thing. They haven't worked. They haven't worked in a while with an artist, man. Right, man. Right. So, with that being said, man, it was um, you know D Styles. He heard some stuff and he had just dropped some things. I think with uh, Noah the Flood. He just dropped a project with him, I think, uh, a few months back. And, and he was just, you know, he's, you know, making beats, hot plate, just banging shit out. So he wanted, so he started adding beats to it. I started getting them shits and it just, it came to fruition, man. It came to full fruition. And I felt in the beginning, man, we had a, we had a structure the whole thing again because we had a whole different name, a whole different cover. Shout out to my graphic designer, Orlando, because I'll I be telling him this. He spends a whole, and then we don't even end up using that shit. You know what I mean? So shout out to my guy for dealing with us. But we made it happen, man. And, and you know, we came up with the name because I felt the, the PST, you know, Pacific Standard Time, I felt personally I wanted... To give it that, I mean, we had a few names in the clutch. We was, you know, we we're kind of dabbling with, but the PST it came in a way where I was like, you know what, let's just boom because that's what time we on right now. You know what time it is, yo. You know what that's time what time it is. is. And, and it wasn't trying to say like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, it's West Coast like that. It was more of like, this is what I want to offer right now to the culture. Like, this is that Pacific Standard Time. We're talking about this right here on our side. This is this is how. You know what I mean? Around this time. So I I felt offering it, um, you know, was, you know, going to add to the West Coast hip hop, you know, culture, man. And, and after everything is here in hand, you know, after after having everything in hand, it's just, it's like having a baby, man. You know, it's like you had, it's like you had a baby, man. And, and that's how the project happened, man. It was just off of him tuning into what I was doing. And feeling what I was doing and me shooting that shot, bro. You know, and, and, and every artist out there, don't get complacent. You know, don't feel like every artist or, you know, producer has to hit you up for you to work and shit. Sometimes you got to shoot that shot too, man. Don't feel too, uh, you know, don't feel too embarrassed about yeah, that shit. Because, like you because, hey, man, words unspoken are exactly that, homie. They just thoughts, so, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So you could think you're going to do this. I want, I want, I want. But until you make that mouthpiece move and, and you, you know, okay. it's not going to go nowhere, my G. So make it happen with that. You know, if, if you know, you got the bread in your pocket, too, and you want to shoot a shot, you got to do that, too, sometimes, too, man. You know, because I respect artists that do this, you know, for a living. And I know how it feels to have individuals hitting you up, hey, yo, you know, just because, you know, they feel this, you know, that they're on the level you're on or, or whatever. It's 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 kind of tough, man, because you want to respect others, but they got to respect you too, man. So when ever hitting fools up on some shit, if the work ethic isn't matching the other individuals, then at least come through with a little bread or some shit, you know? On, on that shit, you know, and and I I feel that Red Matic hit me up because you know and wanted to do this shit because he felt a mutual respect in that. So, and that's the same reason why 
I wanted to do it too because I'm a I'm a fan first. I've been listening to rap, the beat junkies since I was a youngin, man. So just to have this with them, man, it's I, I feel, you know, for the West Coast in general too. I feel it's it's a it's a good project, man. You know that you know the West could be proud of, hip hop could be proud of, and and all my East Coast heads too, man. All my brethren, you know, back East too. You know what I mean? That's so, right. That's right, man. You know you got a lot to offer, man. Miho Music Recordings, right? Right, right. Records. <laughs> right. For you to be, because I was like, man, he got to have like a crew or something like that. What's the deal with that? What, 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 are, your, what are your intentions with that label? Miho Music is going to be a hub for artists that I've been working with, you know, personally for over, you know, over a decade a plus. And honestly, it's a hub for shit that I believe in, shit that I want to put on the forefront. You know what I mean? Shit that I want to be able to put all my resources towards that I've created working this shit. You know what I mean? All the DJs that fuck with me, you know, Shay four or five DJs, all like, like, I want to be able to apply that to artists that need it. You know what I mean? That need that extra, you know, that, you know, may not have a budget, may not have the, you know, the following or, you know, the fan base that they should have. And I feel like, you know, even myself, I feel like I don't have it like that either, but I'm going to do what I can to help others, man. And I feel the Miho music is just that it's a, hub to help others man you know and miho music uh you know it's it's i feel one day will be the central hub for up-and-coming artists not only of latino origin but from all around the world man you know what i mean i want to be able to put on the musician that has the studio in his room he got hella fire but don't know where to get it out to you know, he's been doing this shit for 20 years. He just, you know, he, he's not. I, I was there too, homie. Like, I was there too. I didn't know shit about this computer shit. I didn't know nothing. I just wanted to rap, rap, rap. I knew I could rap good. I know I could write songs. And, you know, I think artists that are the ones that, you know, don't have the outlets, I, I feel a lot of them at a certain point, you know, they give up. And that talent gets, you know, tossed aside, you know. Um. And I've seen a lot of it happen here, you know, in the LA scene too. And and I know a lot of ill cats that, you know, they kind of was like, yo, I, I, I mean, yeah, you know, it's cool. I still rap here and there, but I got discouraged. You know what I'm saying? I got discouraged and, and I don't know where to go with it. What should I do X? What should, I'm like, yo, you know, just keep working, bro. Keep working. You got a project? No. You got beats? No. I can help. Like, like I got all that shit. I got, you know, producers, in-house producers. I just locked in with the in-house engineer who will be mixing and m- mastering all our shit. And, you know, it's 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 all going to be in-house, bro. Like, I want everything to be in-house. In-house videography, in-house graphics, in-house production, in-house everything. You know what I mean? So that's what that's the, the Miho music it. is, bro. It's, it's me providing the resources I've acquired through this shit to up and coming artists, bro. That's what Miho music is. And that's what, yeah, 
Left that's a beautiful leaders. thing, man. That's a beautiful thing, man. You know, Thanks, these, relationships, these relationships that we build, man, are very, very important in the long run. If you're looking at it from the career aspect of things, right, uh, being able to get these uh, producers, uh, you know, artists, you know, different artists, not just, you know, typically yeah. like rappers, but everybody. No, nah, no, nah, bro, everything. Yeah, you want to keep you want to keep that open because you might need that person one day. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you so, might need a country artist on a fucking R&B joint to make a pop joint. You. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bro, I'm, I'm just a fan of musicians who make good music, man. And, and you know, they That's put beautiful. the time and effort into this shit to learn their craft to the point where audiotistically it sounds good. You know what I mean? And there's so many artists out there that have the resources and their music sucks ass and they have all these resources behind them and budgets behind them. Like, yo, like something got to change, you know, like, and, and, and that's what it is. It's people not having the resources and the platforms to speak their shit, you know, to talk their shit. And, and no I want to be able to provide that shit, you know, and, and man, it's, it's, a lot of things, bro, I've acquired through this culture, man. A lot of great individuals that do great shit, you know, for the, the culture that I have relationships with that I feel if, you know, put in an eggshell could create some epic shit, you know, for our time, for our time. Yes. You know what I mean? And, um, I mean, you got it, man. You, you got it. And one, one thing that I like about you, man, is, is, you know, as an artist, we already know that you, you're pretty amazing doing what you do. Okay. We already know that. But at the end of the day, none of that matters unless you have a relationship with your fans. Right. One thing that I noticed about you is that you always thank your fans. I got to, man. I ain't anything without them. I, like I said, I'm a fan first, bro. So. I know how it is, bro, and, and you know what I mean, to walk into the warehouse and buy All Eyes on Me, Ready to Die. Like, I'm one of those fans, you know? So I, I come from hip-hop as a fan, always will be a fan, always will be a supporter of the culture. And for me to receive that same treatment on what I'm doing, the art I'm making, shit blows my mind, man. And, and you know, I, I, I cannot feel nothing but humble and blessed when a individual takes money, time out of his day, whatever, heart, you know, you work a, a nine to five home and you're taking your money out of your pocket to buy my shit and help me do this shit. Bro, that's, that shit about to make me tear up, homie, because amazing, I feel man. super blessed, homie, because you think about the dark times, homie, you know, when, when hmm. you're writing rhymes and, you know, you're going through shit and you're like, who's going to listen to this shit? Who, you know what I mean? And, and for a person to, Enjoy it so much that they're going to put their hard-earned time, hard-earned money that they could put towards their families and shit like that into your pocket because they like your art. That's that shit is, point, man. come on, man. Like, any artist that oversees that, bro, you don't deserve a spot in hip-hop, dog. And, you know nah. what I mean? Don't let the money, don't let none of that shit get to your head, bro. The culture comes first, and you feeding the culture some shit that they fuck with, and they're willing to put their bread up for it, bro. That's that's it. You know what I mean? That's that does it for me, bro. You know what I mean? I I don't need I don't need to fucking have a a, 
a big chain, a fucking bro. Mm -hmm. I, I I I pay bills, I pay rent just like everybody else. That's I live right. a regular motherfucking life, man. So to have another regular individual bless me like that, man, my hat's off, bro. You know what I mean? It's amazing. And that's a fact. Amazing. My hat's off to you. My hat's it's off amazing. to you. Facts. You know it's I mean? amazing, man. It's amazing. You know, that all starts, man. You know, you had a relationship with your mom, brother. Mm. Beautiful, man. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. yeah. The Lord. Thank you, man. man. Thank you, very man. Good, she did a very good job with you, brother. She did a very, Appreciate very you, good man. job, man. One of the things that struck me, man, you put her on the cover. One of the covers. That's got to be one of the illest covers to ever be done in hip hop. <laughs> Thank you, man. I, you to take your mom, brother. That just shows the kind of relationship you guys had, man. Yeah, she was a uh, <coughs> she was a G, man. She was a G, man. And and you know, uh, both of my parents are from an LA gang. You know, from Gardena Trece, You know, Southside shit. Um. And, you know, aunts, uncles, and shit like that. And a lot of these stories that I tell in my music is real, real motherfucking facts. Like, you know, my mom, like, I was in the trap with my mom. I saw my first crack rock with my mom, bro. Like, you know, this is this is years ago when I'm a kid, bro. I'm, a, I'm like eight years old, you know. And my mom, she just, she taught me the hustle game, you know what I mean? And, and everything... That I speak about, man, is is you know something either I went through or a homie's going through or or you know it's real street tales, man. And I feel that's why the culture gravitates to it to that aspect because um, having my mom on the cover like that it goes to show that you know what I mean like my mom is is one of the realest individuals I've ever met in this lifetime, man, and she. She prepared me for what I'm doing right now. Because if she didn't, you know, put me through all the shit I went through as a kid and I, I didn't go through all those trials, tribulations, everything that to make me who I am right now, I wouldn't be able to write these stories. You know what I mean? And, and, and as a kid, it's crazy because I used to use that pain to hold a grudge, you know what I'm saying, towards, you know, my mom and, and, and instances that she put me through. And at one point, it transitioned. That shit flipped, and I started using that pain that hurt those instances towards this music, which I was getting the love from. And I remember having a talk with my mom, and, and you know, she tried to apologize to me for all the shit she ever did to me as, as a kid, you know what I mean? And I just, I let her know, I was like, Mom, I'm going to stop you right now. I, I understand now. I understand my mom's story which led into my story. And as an adult, I completely get a three, you know, a 360 on it because as a kid, you don't see that. You just see, you know, oh my, you know, are you doing this? You don't see why they were doing that, you know, and you don't have, you don't have a place in your heart, you know, for sympathy as a kid towards that. Cause you don't understand it. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, you know, so, as a kid, I would just hold on to the, you know what I mean? Oh, my mom put me through this. My mom did this. She left me. She, all this shit, you know what I mean? And I feel now that she's not here, I understand now. You know what I mean? I've, I've utilized all the hurt, all the pain that I went through to get me to where I'm at right now. It was like, it was like, uh, you know, 
it was it was it was rough as a kid, man. You know what I mean? And and you know, my mom, the relationship we had as adults, man, it it, it flourished into you know a beautiful thing. You know, I I used to love helping her and just doing everything that I could for her because I did it in front of her eyes. You know, the music shit and and. It's, it's a trip because yeah. as a kid too, she would be like, "I knew you were gonna do this. I knew you were gonna do this." You used to watch MTV and be like, "Mom, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that." And like, you know, <laughs> I took her. You know, it's, it's it's a trip, man. You know, my mom was you know my number one fan. Yes. You know, she had it in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? She, you know, even when times bro, where I'm like, "Mom, like I don't know what I'm doing." You know what I mean? She's like, "You know, me hold just you know focus on that shit." Keep shooting towards that shit. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you know, and she was a cheerleader for me, man. You know what I mean? She was Team XP. You know what I'm saying? She's still here, man. She's still still here. here. She's speaking um, through you, brother. She's speaking mm -hmm. through you, man. You got to deliver that message, man. Nah, for sure, man. For sure. Deliver that message, man. She she was an impactful person. You know what I mean? She she helped a lot of individuals through... uh, a lot of dark times, man, and you know she uh, she helped you know my family off of the streets. You know she, she was that household man that you know she didn't care if she had eighteen people in that motherfucker living in there, bro. As long as everybody was doing what they needed to do for themselves, and they had a roof and a mill, you know what I mean, and clothes on your back. And and um, you know my mom, she she had a really tough life as a childhood. Teenager, all that shit, man. And, and, you know, one day I'll tell her story because, like I said, it just bleeds so much in the mind, you know. And me being able to show her that I could do this, you know what I'm saying, before she passed, man, it was, uh, you know, I hold that super dear to my heart and we just got to keep that shit moving, man. That's right. That's right. We're going to keep it moving. Rest and in she, peace, man. She's looking. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, mom. Yeah, we yeah. need to. We should all show our mothers love and you know respect. Yeah, call your mama right versa. now. You watching this shit? Versa. After this shit, call your mama right now. Tell you do love that. Her. Do that. Do that. Now let's be clear, man. Your catalog doesn't go unnoticed, man. <laughs> I mean, to name a few: at Godspeed, Nomad. Right. With Ice Rocks, shout out to Ice Rocks. Shout out to Ice, my man. Yo. The stolen Switzerland tape, man. Oh shit! <laughs> that shit raw. That shit gritty and raw, bro. Yo, that is the most rawest. Like, I mean, you literally stole all that shit and, and kicked it right in the ass, bro. <laughs> bro, well, actually, man, what happened was I toured Switzerland in 2012. I did a whole project out there with local producers out there. And uh, I came back. I'm all high, like, yeah, I got I to, gotta, you know, they're going to do a vinyl. Like, I was going to have a, this is like over 10 years ago, full almost, like, Crazy. some shit like that. So I'm like, all right. I get a fucking email. And they're like, yo, somebody broke into the studio. They took the computer. They took everything. They took n- no more album, pretty much. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you guys didn't, nah, it's gone. So what I had was I had these MP3s. I had the rough MP3s of the whole shit. And that's what you got. So that's why I call it the stolen Switzerland tape because the motherfuckers 
broke into the lab, took the lab, took all the shit out the lab, the spit, everything. And then I was left with rough, raw MP3s, man. And it's like, you know, trying to polish a piece of shit. You know, I, I tried everything in the book. I tried to get it made. Like, it just, so at the end of the day, I was like, eh, like, what am I going to do? Here it is. That's my offering. But I did it at a time where I already had something else ready to draw. I was like, here, man, I'm going to offer this. this. This is some shit that's just, you know, been in the file, the corner of the motherfucking monitor for I don't know how long. <laughs> but here it is. You know what I mean? That shit was and, uh, good, man. That was very good to listen I to. I appreciate me. that, man. You know, and, you know and I mean? shit like that, see? And that's what I say, man. Like, an album like that, I wouldn't think other people would grasp because I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to put my best out. You know, so when I, I, I go and I mix and master all this shit, you know, for you to tell me, like, yeah, that shit was, I was like, damn, like, see? It just, <laughs> you never know, man. You never know what's, what's going to hit, man. Every individual is completely different, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, you, can definitely, you can definitely tell the growth, man, from the beginning to now. I mean, uh, just relevant, man. Relevant. Phenomenal, man. Great work. Appreciate uh, you. you know, like I said, we wanted to bring you up here, man, and, and big you up and show you love, man, because you, you're definitely doing your thing and you're definitely you. transpiring to everybody else. And we appreciate that, man. Definitely do. That's what's up, man. All for the culture, uh-huh. man, you know. So what's next, man? What What's next? Ah, uh, man. I, I have I have some shit in the st- I got a few things, man. I, I I can go this way, I can go that way. Um, but honestly, man, I think what I'm gonna f- you know focus on next after this you know Pacific Standard Time project, I'm gonna help a couple artists, man. That I've been fucking with, you know, my brothers, you know, pretty much. I'm gonna help their shit, you know, pop off, man, because you know they've been working in the cut. They got projects in the cut, and I kind of want to utilize the time of, you know, the downtime from the Pacific Standard Time to help the brothers out, you know, get their music up there too and, you know, spotlight them, you know, through the Miho music label and shit like that. So um, I'm going to focus on that, curating other shit. And trust me, I'm I'm always working, bro. I'm always working. I I, I always got shit in the stash. That's the only way, man. Crazy! I got some crazy records, man, that are gonna drop this year. Um, and uh, I want to, you know, say it, but I'm I'm just gonna keep it on the DL for now because, uh, you know, I don't kiss and tell, man. You know what I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, man. So let me ask you right before we go: What is the highlight of your career? So far, the highlight of my career was recently when DJ Premier opened up the show with one of the joints that I did with my homie Neff and Don't Peace off of the um, Late Night Views project that we just dropped like a couple months ago, man. Like, honestly, man, that shit brought tears to my eyes because it, it was like, honestly. I felt like it was my mama giving me a sign that everything's going to be okay. You know what I mean? It was like, cause I like, you know, cause you know, as, as artists, you know, like you kind of want shit to happen. Like I said, you have timelines in, in your head where you're like, yo, like I just dropped some shit with, 
you know, such and so. Why is that? You know, but it's like, nah, man. It's like whenever that shit's going to hit, it's going to hit. You got to keep working. You have to arrive at that time. It's not that time arriving when you want it to. It's like you got to arrive there, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, thinking that, I feel like that was one of those moments where I, I arrived at perfect time. DJ Premier loved the record. He fuck it, you know what I mean? And like just to just to hear it, just to hear like DJ Premier, Premier like over my and like have him spit like hear my voice like yeah. I'm just like dog, like I'm I'm getting chills right now. Speaking of it, because legend, that That's shit is legend. like bro, like bro, like to me, of course, I need money to survive. If if I'm working on hip hop and I'm able to sustain a lifestyle of hip hop, I'm blessed. But I'm not, you know, thinking like that. If I get DJ Premier to play my shit in front of millions of people, homie, that's more than gold, homie. To me, I, I mean, I don't know how yeah. other people see it because there's a lot of people that like materialistic and shit. You know, all right, well, but to me, that's worth more than your motherfucking 20, whatever. Your $50,000 chain, that shit's worth more to me having that man's respect that he likes my music than me having to do some shit to get that chain and me look like a rapper and, oh, I have a fucking chain and I'm, I look cool, you know, or whatever the fact, whatever it is. That's the truth, man. To me, bro, that's, that's like, that's just, that's just, bro, that's, that's it, man. That's, that's why I do this, man, is to get the respect and tell my war story, homie. I'm trying to tell my war story and get respect for it. And if I could eat off that and if I could be able to survive off that, then I'm even more blessed, man. You know what I mean? Boom, boom. That's perfect. That is perfect. So, yeah, man, we wanted to bring you up here, man, show you love, big you up, man, and hear your story. And uh, you, we really appreciate you taking your time out, you know, to come on here. And uh, I, yeah, man. I appreciate you, man, you know, for the platform, man. You know what I mean? Anytime in the future, bro. And, and you know, um, I'm going to do some, you know, I'm, I'm traveling with this, uh, you know, the projects I have. I, I haven't toured domestically, and that's something that I really want to implement. You know, the COVID, that shit kind of threw some wrenches in the gears with that. But I definitely want to do that here soon, man, and just be able to travel and take the Miho music shit around the nation and then around the globe, you know what I mean, and just let them know what time it is, you know what I mean? So um, hopefully here in the future, man, you know, we can link up and shit. You know what I mean? Link off. Oh, we're going to definitely link up. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about that. We're going to definitely link <laughs> up. You know what I mean, brother? So, Hell yo, yeah. man, this was Let's Chop It Up with Zaz. And today we had a special, special guest, man. XP to Marksman. Appreciate everybody, man, tuning in. Much yeah. love. Subscribe to the channel. You know what I mean? Get in touch with all these artists that my man is bringing on the channel because Appreciate he you. got his ear to the streets. You know what I'm saying? He got his ear to the streets, and that's what it is. Appreciate so, you, my brother, man. My man. This was episode 76, and he be out. Peace. Peace.